Well, hello. Hello, here we are. Let's hear it from our audience. Yes, we have an audience. We're live at the Celebration Theater. That is a strange, strange opening. It is a very strange opening. It's weird to be here with people. So many wonderful friends are here. There's a lot of strange openings in this room right now, in fact. Gaping. All agape. Yeah. So it's Comedy Couch. I'm Dennis Hensley. And I'm Tony Tripoli. We are thrilled to be here. And by that, I mean I'm in a pretty bad mood. Yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10. How cranky. Uh, oh, I'm at like a seven point. Something. Really, seven point four maybe. What's the? Uh, well, I just had a birthday on Friday. We'll get into right. that. We'll you get know, into it. Oh yes, yes. Birthdays are fun. Let me just tell you something. Forty-two is great, especially when you're trying to fuck a twenty-one-year-old, and it's right. not at all humiliating, not at all no. embarrassing. No, but, you, but the line. point is, you didn't try. Oh no, I did it multiple times. You succeeded. Times. Yeah, so, yeah. but. It's I much. think the trying and failing, that would be a that would be a no, no, but then story. I That'd be on glimpse. this side of the couch. I caught a glimpse of me fucking him from behind in the mirror, and I swear to God, it looked like this child <laughs> was giving a piggyback ride to a silverback gorilla. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> That killed so, me. That's very shame, Michael Fessbender, to be doing it. In, was there a mirror that you were seeing? Or? Yes, Dennis, I have a mirror in my bedroom. Don't okay. act like, Yes. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm also trying to behind because there's nowhere for the feet. You were both on the bed then. Yes, Dennis. Okay. We were both on the be- when there was nobody standing because there's nowhere to stand. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the geography of our house. We Do have you out- stand? Do you stand when you butt fuck? Oh. <laughs> That's the only reason I asked the question yeah, so that I didn't could see so, that face he made. Because oh, I get to see this face all the time during the podcast when I go too far. Yeah. But now you guys get to know what it's like. It's and it's as everything you, they dreamed it was. I'm sure. That's what that's what it looks like when Dennis clinches yeah. his ass. Right. <laughs> Which is frequently. So, okay, so we're here, and not because of the IBS. No. Because of stuff I say. Which people ask me about because of the podcast. They're like, yes. hey, what well, happened the IBS? Like that, I'm the new Camille Grammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and You're it's the, good. The Mary Tyler, what she was, Mary Tyler Moore was to diabetes. Yes. And, you know, and, I'll just go and through, cuntiness. Uh, you are... You are to IBS. I go to the middle of the square of Minneapolis, and I throw fiber pills into the air. Oh, Yes. That sounds like a thrill. But that's the secret. That's what helps. Am I right? I have a friend here that's... The psyllium husk capsules. Yes, I'm, just, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not really on those yet. Will, Will recommended that, but I didn't want to conflict. But this isn't... You didn't want to... You're afraid you're double dosing? Yes. And these aren't... This isn't like yeah. Klonopin and no. vodka we're mixing. No. This is just fiber supplements, you but old man. But if you have a good do, you don't want to fix what ain't broken. Oh, you're having good do. Yes. So um, so what, how do you want to start? What's the first well, thing? Well, I, that... I have a chunk that I want to share, and I'm sure you want to talk about your birthday, but we also have a wonderful guest that we want to get up oh, here yeah, but we're, that we're, could comment yeah. and, and mix in on this stuff. Yeah, what yeah do we but think? we should, I think how we should do he, our own thing How is he best used? All yeah, right. we're going we're gonna to let, let him. All right, I'm going to break it down. He's got to get enough red wine in him first. All right. I went to the Katy Perry concert. Cause baby, I'm a firework. Make him go ow, ow, ow. So I am a fan. I'm sorry. I am. I like a catchy pop song. What am I going to do? And I had interviewed her for a magazine um, when the tour was just starting for this Canadian magazine. It was I... Lollipop Tit Magazine. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> Weekly. cover girl yeah. every month. Yeah. She was <laughs> on, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was for people that play Candyland all day. Mm. It's a very small niche. Uh, but anyways, I had interviewed for this magazine, so I thought I could score tickets through the publicist. Sometimes you can. And so I worked it. <laughs> Tell them what you said to me. 
I don't know. I said it's a, it's no, iffy. You were like, hey, um, if I can get the publicist to come with it with tickets, yeah. you know, do you want to go? And it'll be like birthday celebration. Because we did it for Taylor Swift. We scored publicist tickets, and it was it was they were awesome. amazing. Third yeah. row. It, we were with yeah. the family of the people that were in the show flying. It was really great seats. Yeah. And so I literally was like, well, if you get publicist tickets, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah. But if you're buying the cheap, shitty tickets you normally buy, I'm out. He's out. So like, I'm literally not going to drive to Staples unless I'm in the first ten rows. Otherwise, I'll fucking I'll watch the DVD. It when was it comes out drawn on HBO. in. The, there was a line drawn, yeah. and I didn't. I knew it. I saw so it. I was clear. Was out. Because you were out. You didn't get, and so then I you, didn't get publicity. Right. So the day of, I thought I still want to see the show because with a tour, it's not like a movie. You can see it on DVD. When a tour's gone, it's kind of gone. Like yeah. you want to go. And I wanted to go. So StubHub.com. I bought one ticket, and you can get one ticket for not that much because it's one ticket. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll go to the Staples Center. I'll take the train. I'm by myself. I'm an independent woman. But when you buy, yeah, when you buy one ticket, are you now the date of the person that bought two tickets and couldn't find a date? And it's just like the mo- right? Yeah, are you exactly. like? It's like, oh, I'm so glad you bought this yeah. ticket. Yeah. Oh, when she sings "California Girls," will you hold my hand? Right. Like, are you like the like? It could have been that meet cute thing, but wait till you hear who I was sitting oh, next to. Oh, God. So, okay, so I go down to Staples Center, I get my ticket. I'm like, this is fun. I'm like, and so I go and I sit in my seat. I get have a little food. I'm just by myself. It's, you know, it's one thing to go to a movie by yourself. It's another to go to, like, a concert. So, um, but I'm in. I'm fine. It's, you know, it's the autumn of all right And now. who's at the Katy Perry show? It's, like, 14 a lot of girls and gay guys, right? Right, and a lot of people with colored wigs, like... No, I'm like lots of blues and pinks and whatever. And I have huh. a cu- an adorable picture with me with two pink girls, two pink haired girls. So I'm I'll sitting down. I sit down. There's nobody there. And then um, the show's getting ready to start. And in come like a group of four gay guys. And they all sit down. And guess who sits down right next to me? And you already know this story. So I'm going to ask the audience. It's somebody we've discussed on the podcast and made fun of who's on a reality show. Who's on a shitty reality show on Logo that's setting the movement back? Reich and Lemkel sat right next to me, right? And I'm like, oh, this oh. is so good. But see, it, it, it reaffirmed my belief that if you go out and take steps, you're going to get a story for the podcast. He kissed, yeah, he kissed a girl and didn't like No, not, not so much. And, um, and I've met him a couple of times, like, uh, like two or yeah. three times. Good luck I've met getting him. him to believe that. So I'm like... I, I, um, I, and so I'm sitting there and I'm going, this is delicious podcast fodder. Like, <laughs> mm, this is so rich. And he's not the third one over. He's right here. So I'm like, I have to engage him. I met him before. So oh what I'm going to say, you're going to be, you're going to be me and I'm going to be Riken. So you're going to yes. say. <laughs> deal. That is a deal. So I, I said to him, um, I said to him. Uh, hi, we've actually met before. And I was trying to think of the different places we had met and which one's the most sort of neutral. Like we met once at a Christmas party at Kathy Griffin's house and I don't want to dig up that can of worms. So <laughs> that's not yeah. shit, cross off, not that story. Yeah. And I met him once performing, you guys all know. So you you got to tell us about your birthday. But Yeah, but first we should bring Alec. Yeah, that's what I, I was think, saying. Yeah, I think he have... needs to chime in on that stuff. So Alec, come on up. This is our live special guest. Alec Mappa. Alec Mappa. Now, we had a there you are. Check, yeah. And we had you John sound Michael good. sitting. I? I'm yeah. a little drunk. That's probably why. No, you John sound Michael good on that. for you. Yeah. Very and Brenda we just McCarley. kept saying, be louder. Yeah. Be louder? So John no, I think Michael, you're good. So, but you I, know, think you're I think good. you're good. God, yeah. Nobody's Alec ever told Mappa. me to be louder in my life. 
I saw your show recently, Baby Daddy. Yes. And it's great. So I hope you bring it back soon. Oh, and... thank you for that smattering of applause. Yes. It's, it's really filling the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's actually, what Riken said. That's actually the next show playing yeah. here at the celebration. <laughs> the hall. Celebration yeah. right here in Santa Yeah, Monica filling Boulevard. the hall. So it's we good. want to talk to you about your stuff, but I think okay. we should get Tony's birthday story because I All think right. you're going to have some insights. Can I just t- talk like two cents about Katy Perry? Yes, oh, please. What else? Did she sing or did she lip sync? Did she I think sing? she sang live. Yeah. You Almost, think yes, she sang Especially live. some of the more intimate moments. I and she's not a. We're like grateful when people sing yeah. live now. Like, like, yeah. oh, she really sang. It's like you're a singer. You're supposed to fucking sing. Yeah, it. no, I think she sang it. I think yeah. she. Yeah, but you yeah. don't. She want sang it and sang it. Live, do you? You, know? you want the auto tune? I don't. Okay. I want Madonna dancing yeah. and shooting dirty looks. I want to hear a robot <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Katy Perry. I enjoy her songs the first three hundred times. Yeah. And yeah. then after that, I would rather die in a fire than hear it again. <laughs> That's how I feel about Katy Perry. So do you, ha- you have your power back on at your house? You have electricity yes, now? Yes, I do. I've been living like an Were you Amish a wind? woman. Yes. Were you a wind? You were a victim of the winds? I was a victim of the windpocalypse. How long were you out of power? Uh, two and a half days. I was telling him it was me. Holy and, shit. Me and Jackie beat without electricity. Oh, my gosh. Going door to door. Can, can I recharge my phone at your yeah. house? Just two easygoing ladies. I know. <laughs> you and Jackie beat. No maintenance. Neighbor. Just rolling with I'm it. I'm Ethel to her Lucy. She lives less than a mile from me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Did you have a butter churn? Like, did. I you did. just Were you I washing on the river? Butter. I, I, I made all new shivs out of <laughs> It was a very productive couple of weeks. No, I just got back from, and then we left, and because I had to see my father in Las Vegas, because uh, he's 81, he'll be gone soon. Does he live yeah. there? I just want to change the tone of the conversation. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> my father's dying. No, um, my father's too mean to die. I mean, he'll, he's going to yeah. live forever. <laughs> and he's like an Italian mother who was always talking about dying. But he's been talking about dying for like the past 40 years. Right. So it's like TikTok, you know. <laughs> I want a date. I want a hard out. <laughs> That's what I want. So hard outs like, are some of the best things right, in the world. Right. I love like, a hard out. You're like, Dad, I've made my peace. Yeah, I've come to yeah. terms with it. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever. My sister, who's a big dyke, is like totally reads him every single time. Is like, are you really dying? Because if you are, you should be making the most of the time you have left. You should be jumping out of a plane. You right. should be on a cruise. You should right. be climbing K2. Right. But, you know, so I'm not as mean as her. So uh, I was in Vegas, and I went to see... The new Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. Oh, I'm excited. Immortal? What's it called? Uh, Immortal. Right. All right. But again, I already, I said, I said I won't go unless I'm really close. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's an arena show. Yeah. So we were kind of as close as we could get in an arena show. So it's kind of like, it was kind of this celebration of Michael Jackson without any mentioning of the crazy or the tragedy. Or touched a child. I died on, (laughs) I know. And the whole first opening of the act, like these, Magical gates of Neverland show up, and every and the whole crowd goes ah. But some of us were in that row like Ew. yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no crime. No, what, no crime scene tape. There's no crime scene tape. Yeah. Um, suddenly, suddenly, you're like, as a parent, this know, troubles me. Yeah. It's like you know, yeah. there's the Neverland gates, but there's no foreclosure sign. Yeah. Oh. Um, Just a really hungry llama. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. God, I'm dying. No one is fed me. Spitting at people. Give me anything. What do you got? Spittles and Twix. So, um, 
<laughs> bubble. You know how like, so you know like how the Cirque du Soleil show, there's like, there's a clown that's kind of like the connective tissue for the mm. whole show. Right. Right? Yeah. You know, they have that weird yes. French-Canadian clown. Yeah. Like, ah, but, and, you know. Right. So the connective tissue, I shit you not, is somebody dressed up as Bubbles the Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show! Just a good gig. Just starts, you know, and starts going out into the audience, you know, audience participation, starts pawing people. And I turned to my husband, I was like, if that champ comes near me, I'm going to kick him in the fucking balls. <laughs> I, I hate audience participation. And, like, somebody dressed up like a monkey. And, and you know, Bubbles is probably, like, you know, starving in some zoo. He's alive somewhere, and Latoya met him recently. Of course she did. Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Tonight did like a week on it. They covered it? Yeah, and Latoya's like... The tearful reunion. Yeah, the tearful reunion. Well, you know, Bubbles has that bad knee, so he's not up for the tour. Yeah. (laughs) So... He'll do a one-off. I loved a lot of it, and there was, you know, there was like, you know, really creative Cirque du Soleil stuff, but my mind went to like, there should be a Joe Jackson number. Yes! Where he goes... Gets up on stage with a belt and just starts beating the shit out of everybody. The little, the little Chinese contortionist girls. Right, right. Yeah. Just start belting them until they can like all learn instruments that they've never played yeah. before. Yes. You, know? you know, like when Janet used to do her tour and she'd bring some guy on stage and kind of fuck him. Dry hump him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It should be like that with with more abuse. Right. Yeah. 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 I like that it. That would be awesome. So, I like uh, it. That was my weekend. Catherine Jackson standing there going, I know you're flying, but I'm pretending I can't see it. <laughs> Did you see the Catherine Jackson, uh, Joe Jackson interview on Oprah? When Oprah wouldn't talk to Joe Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Where, where Catherine Jackson just said, just say you beat him. <laughs> Did <laughs> she say that? She's like, that's what, that's what black people do to their children. They beat them. Like, like I'm tired of pretending. Yeah. I'm tired of your bullshit. She won't even get a new wig. He's fucking dead. Let's just, yeah. you beat him. Just say it. But once, because once Oprah gets a thing that she wants you to say, she's not going to move on until you say the thing. And if the thing is, I beat him, yeah. then say it, because you're going to be there all day. Tape is cheap. So we'll She'll keep, keep going. There was this We're moment. Losing light. I will stay here until you There was dead. this moment, I may have talked about this before on the podcast, where Mariah Carey post-breakdown was on Oprah. And Oprah was talking about getting her career back after the breakdown. And Oprah said, were you scared? And Mariah goes, well... I wasn't, I was more, you know, anxious and just worn out. But no, but were you afraid that you would lose your fans? Well, I was really just exhausted. I've been running myself down. No, but were you frightened? And this goes on for like, you know, two minutes. And Mariah literally starts looking up like, <laughs> no, I wasn't, it wasn't at all fear. And she's like, but were you? No, but were you like, frightened? I'll be Oprah. But were you me? frightened that you would lose your fans, that you would never get your voice back and or your career? Well, you know, no, I was, I uh, know, my fans are great, my lambs, I love them. And But no, were was, you frightened? Was there a lot no. of fear? There had to be some fear? I was, more, I was anxiety ridden, I couldn't sleep. Say you're frightened. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, I, yes, I was. I, and was she like, finally yeah, gives yeah. in and goes, yes, I was afraid. And it was like, the whole audience was yeah. like, oh, okay, we it can go on with like our lives. when Jennifer Hudson was on after <laughs> oh. she lost the weight, and Oprah wanted to know the number. The and number. she wasn't going to move on. How much did you lose? Well, Oprah, it's not really about the number or the scale. I'm just feeling healthy. No, but really, how, how much, much weight did you, weight did you lose? <laughs> well, I'm not really. I don't really like to. How much We're weight not moving on. Exactly. <laughs> I have a wagon <laughs> full of shot. sugar. Kill and shot. <laughs> right, yeah. well, and then I have watch... a churro in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch the Oprah behind the scenes. And then you see the producers coaching Oprah. The scenes is so good. And they're telling her she won't say the number, and Oprah's like, 
Oh, I'll get her to say that. <laughs> yeah. The best part about Oprah behind the scenes is that she has say over the final cut. Yes. She has say over the final cut, and she still comes across as a complete monster. Yes. <laughs> there was one girl who was like, she had, she went into um, anaphylactic shock because she had a strawberry, right? So she goes into shock, and she went to the hospital. One of her crew but, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, a, like a, a producer. A, a girl who, had pro who was producing a yeah, segment for right. the show. But a white was, lady. But it was her first segment. Right, it was yeah. a white lady, a scared white lady. A so, um, white lady. So uh, she went into anaphylactic shock. She had to go to the hospital, but she still manages to make the production meeting. Oh, yes. So Oprah goes... Are you okay? And the girl goes, yeah, I, I, I might have to go back to the hospital later on today, but the doctors say I'm right. And Oprah goes, all right. So anyway, about John Travolta's segment coming up. Yeah. And the girl's sitting there like, and I guarantee you. And she still has bandages, you know, yeah. the IV. And I can just see Oprah in the editing bay, standing over the editor's shoulder, going, oh, keep that in, because I seem nice. Yeah. We're going to keep that moment. It's so I human. Like I'm concerned about something Cause, yeah, the besides stuff that myself or onion rings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you see her, when they all are pitching, they've had the summer off and they're pitching their ideas. Right, right. And they're like, this is scarier than Pat taking the bar or <laughs> the, fine, the, the, you know, that's LSATs right, or right. whatever. And they're like, they have PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> well, Oprah, I'm going to do this. I thought the story on obesity and trend. And Oprah goes, you can't seriously think I would devote an hour of the Oprah show to that. <laughs> yeah. Or they had the one where they said, okay, next week you pass this. It was a... Uh, the 40-year-old virgin, real-life mm -hmm. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. She said, I don't remember that meeting. Yeah. I said, we talked about this in Santa Barbara this summer. And then she was like, I, I don't remember this at all. And all of her staff yeah. was like, Aah! Yeah, because what do you do? There was a crew and I can pull the tape. It yeah. never happened. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I can't believe she quit her show to, like, you know, host a clip show of her old show. <laughs> that's what it is. Now. Yeah, but it's kind of like she I didn't want to do that. Fabulous show. She's so doing I her own suit. Remember what I said in '97? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Oprah yeah. doing the soup of right. Oprah. I'm mad at Oprah. My yeah. very favorite Oprah episode, though, of all time, is when she had the cast of The Color Purple. <laughs> because See, the audience knows. You know, I like to her, reference the audience. Lee Don Chong <laughs> anger came up. You were the only one that had villain. You were the only one <laughs> yeah. that was like a star. <laughs> and, you know, anyone else would go to New York right. and it, let them do their number on their stage mm. in their theater right, right. and talk to them. But no, Oprah's not getting no. Oprah flew out 75 people and there they are in the Oprahtorium and it's chrome and it's glass and they're in rags and they're like, as a slave, as a slave. And it's like sparkling and gleaming in these rags and she's in the front row trying to sing along, doesn't know the words, right, 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 as right, always. Right, right. Uh, and you know, and then she's interviewing and they're in like rags and they're sitting and she's like, so what was it like when you found out from me that you were hired? Like, oh and it was, yeah, it was so, oh it was like God. the best episode ever but the idea I that she brought that. them I miss she that. makes them all come yeah. to Chicago I and I feel like the last five years of the show is really when she and they're like, like we have a show tonight we need to get on the yeah. plane yeah. like yeah yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, oh, I want to talk to you. Speaking, uh, speaking of, of Oprah, of Oprah I have a theory that uh, that because, you know, everyone knows now that you have this adopted son, Zion, yes. who is could not be more gorgeous mm -hmm. or more black. Oh, he's black. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> I have a theory. If he ever goes to night school, they're going to mark him absent. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
but this oh, goes to my question. That groany sound from the audience. This it's goes. Like you laugh and then you groan to show that you disapprove. Yeah. It's too late. You're all fucking assholes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but my theory is, my theory is that nothing makes you more racist than adopting a black child. Yeah. Well, right. I thought being racist, like when you fuck black people too. When you start having sex with black people, oh, you make start. Yeah. <laughs> oh, more wine. Look oh, at that. Wine. That'll be good. You want to encourage me. Yes. yes. But so, yeah, so he's well, going, but now you notice things. You know what? There's a certain kind of, like, it, it becomes, I don't know, it's, it's now that I have a, a black son, there's, there's kind of, like, I kind of own this certain status that I didn't before, that yeah. now that, you know, this son who I'm raising who's really black. I'm Asian, my husband's white, my son is black. We look like the last two minutes of It's a Small World. Which are the best two, by the way. But it's this weird thing. It's like, we know him as Zion, and I'm not going to say I don't see race, because I do see race, and I feel like growing up as a different person who has to face discrimination, that's the biggest lesson that I could pass on to him. Which is good. In terms of have your shit together, so that nobody can talk shit about you. Just be ready mm-hmm. for that. And, and he has, like, so he's going to grow up with all kinds of crucibles. But right now we're having a lot of fun. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad. So, but, um, but do you feel now you can say more things on stage because you have license? <laughs> because clearly. Yeah, is black. Well, right. I mean, so now like, you can do black jokes because clearly you don't have an axe to right, grind. I mean, right, you know. Right. Like I always say, but I've dated so many to, Asians, yeah. I can say whatever I want I about know, the Asians. It's like your ass is like, what? It's like Harvard. It's hard to get into unless you're Asian. Right? Oh, that's so, good. <laughs> I've never yes. heard that, but I like it. Um, no, I think it's when it becomes, when you, when you adopt a child from a different race, you become a transracial family. And mm. I, but I've always been kind of a transracial person. I grew up in San Francisco. All my boyfriends in high school were black, so I had like tons of material on that. But yeah. I lost my virginity to a great big black guy. You know, that one moment I you was talk a about that in the show. rosebud, and the yeah. next minute it was like ringing a dinner bell. Uh, <laughs> that's nice. Classic. Oh, that's, <laughs> you know what? That, that is. machine at the county fair. <laughs> that, that is a holiday classic. <laughs> it's a holiday classic. That's what we call it. It to be a holiday. But it's kind of like, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it feels, everything's different and nothing's different. I would have to say. I would have to say. I became more of a racist when I beca- when I was a waiter. Right. Oh, I why? Feel like when I was a waiter, I was like, if there's a bunch of Persian teenagers at that table, mm-hmm. I will do it. I will quit. I will do. I would. I would <laughs> rather quit than wait on that table again. Because I, I I worked in a California Pizza Kitchen in Encino, which That's right. was all rich Iranian people. Yeah. Right. And I never learned to hate a race of people so much. <laughs> like I still think I have um, post traumatic stress from. Wow. Like, clientele they were just oh both awful. the guys and the yeah. girls all of them yeah everybody i think i waited on uday hussein like <laughs> regularly like that was he loved thai chicken pizza like that was his favorite thing that's his weakness yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just busted throw out throw money at me it was yeah. horrible he loves the lettuce wrap mm-hmm. now who of your cuz you talk about your parents a lot yes so which of your parents has the funniest interactions with Zion. Well, my mom's dead, so... Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so her interactions are the most yeah. hilarious. She'll move that, a chair sometimes. That tells you. Board. <laughs> that, that tells so you... American Horror Story. Tells you the amount of preparation right. that goes into this show. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that. My dad, my dad, my dad is, my dad is hilarious. And here's the thing. I told my father, we knew that our son was going to be black. I don't know why. We just knew because it was like uh, the kids in the system, when we heard that, <laughs> first of all, we wanted a boy and we wanted somebody who was five years old. And we heard that an African-American boy, uh, a white girl is the most desirable placement. A white girl is seven times more likely to be placed in a, in a wow. home than an African-American boy over the age of three. And that's when I blame toddlers and tiaras for right, that shit. Exactly. And I was like, there can only be one lady of the house and you're looking at her. So, <laughs> you know, I ain't got nothing against little white girls. I've been one my whole life. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's when my husband and I are like, our son is black. So I called my father who lives in Las Vegas and he's 80. And I was like, you know, we're adopting and there's a good chance that your son is going to be African-American. And he went. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, it was kind of this long pause, and he was like, that's okay. And I think that he was kind of like, I don't know, this is new. But the minute they met, they were, they're like nuts about each other. Isn't that the best? Yeah, he gave him like this, you know about that fart putty? It's like yes. the thing that you press into the thing. Yeah, yeah, so, in the little can. Yeah, so he gave him that, and they were just like farting the whole weekend. So it was like. Who gave it I to thought, whom? My father passed that on to oh, my, my, my son. So That's nice. That's the legacy. Now, I was telling Tony about a moment that you did in your show that I love so much when you did Miley Cyrus's party in the USA oh, as Betty sick. Davis. Yeah, it was very sick. What was the inspiration for that? And like, um, I just think that a gay men at, at, at a certain age, I, I love being in my 40s. I love being smarter. I don't like it that people are getting younger and stupid and proud to be stupid. Pr bragging so about it. Stupid. Yes. And will ask me questions about like, who's Betty Davis? And I'm like, you know what? Google shit. I'm not here to put you through gay school. <laughs> yeah. You know, Last night I went yeah. to a play. Press a button. You know, make a fucking effort. You know. Last night I went to a play with a new friend that I met who's in his mid twenties, and a friend of mine texted me. Uh, my friend Brett, the Dr. Kiss guy, texted me from Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. and said, "Look what's look what's on my TV," and it was a picture of Elizabeth Berkeley from Show Showgirls. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, Nomi Malone or whatever." This guy. Didn't have a clue. And I get... That's unbelievable. I get that you might not know 9 to 5 or something, but come on. Showgirls from the 90s? Yeah. being so hungry to know stuff. Yeah. Well, but like then, getting to NYU and wanting to see every joke. You wanted to sit yeah. at the cool table with the older gay guys that were having these great conversations right. and, and you wanted to be able to and participate. And you wanted to discover why things were funny or yeah. why things were camp or why things were smart. Yeah. And there was kind of like a, a thirst for knowledge. And... And now they're like, I don't care. Yeah. Like they, I just feel that's now I'm old. I'm like, we didn't have Lady Gaga, we had Beth Mither. <laughs> <laughs> she told me it was all right to be yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so why did you pick the Miley Cyrus song? How did because that come it was together? So idiotic. I just, I the Miley Cyrus song, which I really enjoy. It's cute. I, yeah. I'm just, it's like a guilty pleasure. It's such right. a cute song. And then I just... We all like it, it more than Miley. Remember right, she was talking right. shit about her own hit when it Don't came out? Don't you love that she's like totally confessed to being a total stoner? <laughs> yeah, that's now so great. Like, now I like her even more. Yeah. Oh, so um, I just started singing um, Party of the USA as, as Betty Davis one day, and um, and the cleaning lady started laughing, and she doesn't even speak English. So I thought, okay. <laughs> so that's a good barometer. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to describe it to Tony and how funny it was. So. Well, come see yeah. Baby Daddy. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Then my other question is, since you... So I put my hands up. Because <laughs> 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 they're playing my song. The butterflies fly 
That is so good. Uh, yeah, and you had like the backing track and everything. Dummies, you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was I had heaven. the karaoke track to it. Heaven. Yeah. So when you do you because you travel a lot mm -hmm. doing your stand up on the road. Do you feel like you have to dumb things down when you go into the Midwest? Or do you no. feel like they're more grateful that you're no. there? I think that they're so... Here's the thing about gay people. We're so hungry to see ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, in anything. Because it's like, we're always a sassy gay best friend, or which is how I bought a house, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not poo-pooing the sassy gay best friend role. <laughs> I don't have any electricity, but I have a nice house. <laughs> but, um, uh, but they're so hungry to see themselves and they're so hungry to see us and and it's it's kind of like they always get kind of like a performer who's gay adjacent. Yeah. You know, it's like I like gay people, you know, la sure. la la and you know, I like you and come see me to feel good about yourselves. But I'm an actual faggot standing on stage going, Hey, it's great to be gay and they just need it. You know, they kind of like are so kind of and they're smart everywhere. I did gay pride in Iowa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> where gay ma where they have gay marriage. Right, where they have gay marriage. But it yeah. was on a street with a barn in back of me. And like it wow. was like, is this hee haw? Seriously? <laughs> wow. And there was like a 14-year-old drag queen who came up and yeah. oh, that's comfortable. Cyrus, and her parents were in the audience and I was like, so there's like hip smart people everywhere. I love Sometimes it. Sometimes they're dumb in LA just because they have this yeah. thing. Yeah. They have this like, I've seen it all, I've done it all. Yeah. yeah. You know, try to impress me. And I'm like, pull the stick out of your ass and start drinking, and then you'll start laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Alex, do you want to hear the story of Tony's birthday? Always. Because oh, I God. feel like we want to hear it. Don't we, Tone, okay. on this podcast? Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. So, I turned 42. And so, okay. Here's what happened. Sad trombone sound. It's, it's, but, you know, <laughs> no, but it is. And so, and because the thing is, I've been, ever since turning 40, it's just been like everyone I meet, it's like I'm a magnet for 28-year-olds. Really? And by that, I mean 19-year-olds. Yeah. Young no, no, no. guys like me. Man. I know, but no one my age, like, <laughs> We'll return a call. The problem. Well, it, it, but it is, you know, like, I, and so, so I go to bring it on the musical. Right. And I take my friend. <laughs> it's funny already. And so I take my friend Gabriel Goldberg, who you guys know, and he's a really great photographer. And, and I'm, w during the show, I have this revelation because it's boring as hell. It's not that good. So I had time I to think. Yeah, yeah. So I had plenty of time to think. And, and I was like, oh, I need to invite these kids to Fashion Police taping because they're show people and we have an audience. We need an audience, but it's at 830 in the morning and right. we can't get an audience. And Joan wants gay guys. And there's a ton of them up there tumbling right. and making pyramids. And yeah. they got nothing to do at nine in the morning. Oh, this will be perfect. Yeah. So I go backstage and I'm giving out cards. Come to the Fashion <laughs> Those Police. Those dancers look like a bunch of stars. Fuckers? Sure. Yeah. Come meet Joan Rivers. I'll tell you who she is. And so, and and so anyway, so twelve of them end up coming, which was great. The cute ones. And and so yes, yeah. and um and so they come. And so one of them that night was like, oh, it was so nice of you to invite us to the show. Da -da. But you know, he's this twenty-one-year-old black kid, and he's like mm. what you would call thuggy, mm. thuggish. Yeah. And um okay. and that's what your son says, right? Thuggish or no, thuggy? That. He Thug sounds like a couple of gay guys at this point. Does he really? After, oh, I told that was part of the show. After two years of living with us, like I yelled at him in the grocery store. I said, <laughs> stop running around. Settle down. You're not the only person here. Be considerate. And he went, and the Oscar goes too. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! The worst. The worst. <laughs> I just... He's six. Yeah. <laughs> six. <laughs> 
your son, your son is a sassy black woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so they all, they all but show so up. he's very thuggy uh-huh. and 21. And on his Facebook page, uh, it says that he's in a relationship with this girl, you know. But that's just his best girl in the show, faggot, uh. right? But I don't know this. And so they come to the show, and he's like really like you know thuggy thug, and and so whatever. And so anyway, so we end up going out, and it's clearly on, and then we have sex, and it's okay. Yeah. So. So we have this, like, for, like, two weeks now, we've been doing this thing where we just have sex. But it's not just sex. We go into, like, dinners and stuff. And, you know, I... <laughs> it's not just sex. No. Yes. <laughs> no, but, like... There's an amuse-bouche before the yeah. Oh, yes. They go for long walks together from the front door to the bedroom. No, but I... Look, I've had to teach him many things. Let me... You know, and so, and so, and so... So I'm very, I told him, I was like, I'm really, this age thing is just weird for me. I'm sorry, like, because now that we're, it's not just like a fuck buddy thing. Like, now we're acting like yeah, it's you, like dates. You like him? You and No, I don't. But oh. like, I'm, he's acting, <laughs> it's becoming that date. And it's like, I don't want to pretend like. He's we're, liking you? A little, yeah. And yeah, which, trombone sad. Yeah. <laughs> which is how you know someone is 21. Because yeah, yeah. anyone over 30 can't fucking stand me. But young people no, think I'm that, fun. That when you're 21 and you have really, really good sex and then you think, this means something. Yes. That's a very young Oh, thing. so so he's like, he goes, okay, well, so for your birthday, um, I'm going to plan the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So you'll come pick me up after the show. I love that. I'm going to plan the whole thing. You need to come pick me up. <laughs> That doesn't make you feel old. And, uh, but I'm, I'm going to plan the whole thing, and it's going to be crazy. So it's the night before, and I'm like, um, you know, just FYI, like, I'm worried that you're crazy and my crazy are very different crazies. And so, no, and so I just, just not to put too fine a point on it, but right. we're not going to Vegas. We're not getting tattoos. Like, this is not that. Is he not smart or funny? Is what do you think? He's a 21-year-old dan- black dancer and bring it on. Show? Yeah, no, God, please. He, yes, no. He's listening to the show right now with a tear rolling down his oh, eye well, like that. Well, like let me just tell you, yes. The garbage on the freeway, right? Like, He's like that Native American guy in the littering commercial. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you are listening, Dex, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. And so... And so, uh, so we go, he says, okay, I'm going to plan. So then the next day, it's my birthday, and he calls and goes, I kind of think that maybe you won't like what I have planned. And I go, well, if you think that, I for sure won't. So just tell me what it is, and then I'll put the kibosh on the deal, and we can do something. We can just go to dinner. And he goes, yeah, I did make an appointment for us to get tattoos. Like, my craziest, most over-the-top, ridiculous example was just his baseline. That was just his, yeah, we're getting tattooed. So I was like, uh, no, we're not getting tattoos. I'm your entire face. We're not getting... Tattooed across my clavicle. Wow. I mean, and so... I so, could see it if it was still the summer of sass, but it's not. <laughs> so I end up saying, no, we're not going to do that. We'll just go to dinner. And he goes, well, I don't know any places. And I go, fine, we'll go to Yamashiro. I love that place. That's a fan- I love Yamashiro. Okay. It's a nice Japanese looking at the view. Yes. So I pick him up at the theater, and uh, we go, and he's got this big yellow bag with ribbons on it, and, and he's like, I got your present, and I'm like, oh, that's sweet, you didn't have to get me a present. And so we drive to Yamashiro, and he's like, wow, man, this is amazing, I wish I would have dressed better, and I was like, me too. And um, <laughs> we, but the long johns are nice. And so, but, and so we're sitting in the bar, and it's like fabulous, and it's like Friday night late, and it's very chic crowd, and it's very LA and hip, and there's a lot of just foreigners and expensive people and drinking and cocktails. People who don't speak English and don't yes, even want to. but everyone's looking, yeah. and I'm like, and so we go to walk in, and I go, well, I'm going to leave the present in the car, and I'll open that after, you know, when it's fucking time, right? And, and he goes, no, bring it in. I want you to open it. And then I go, I don't want to bring it. This is like a cool place. I don't want to bring this big present. No, please, please. And I go, oh, fine. So I drag in this gigantic 
yellow bag with the daisies on it. Uh, so we're sitting at the table, and our waitress is just a cunt because that's how they are there. Right, right. She's like, "What do you want? I'd like, like a, I'd like a Moscow Mule." And she goes, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, so it's very like that. And he goes, she was so rude. I go, I know, isn't it great? Like, it's such an L.A. thing. And so everyone's kind of looking at us because we're the obvious gay guys, and he's not dressed right. And, and, and I have this giant print. I open the present, and it is a 32-pack of Depends. Oh. So that's like the so, gift. So I go... We're leaving. Now you can do the sad violin sound. Sad yeah. trombone. But, sad. <laughs> but the thing is, like, <laughs> I think it's shitty for, like, I think it's shitty, like, as a comic, that's, right. like, the hackiest, lamest, right. easiest, right. most stupid joke right. ever. But then I'm also, like, we just talked about how I'm kind of having problems oh, with this. Yeah. So then I just took him home and that's the end of it. So that's So over. you didn't make love to him. No, last I took time. him home. That I dropped him off at the Oakwoods. And did you say that's it? <laughs> uh, yes. I was like that you just that's it. That was the nail in the You cabinet. ruined it. And I want you to know what you've done, child. Has he texted you and said oh, yeah. I'm sorry? Yes, a lot. Oh. Yeah. A lot of that, yeah. But so there you and go. And the booty's not good enough for you to forgive him. It's really good, but now I'm just I proving a point. If the sex is good. I'm like, okay, we're fine. I think you yeah, should bang him more and use the Depends as cleanup. <laughs> just a thought, just a way to tie what it all. A nice groan out of that Tie one, it all together, I, I know. Yeah. It's so fun doing this with Leave an audience. How much absorbency do you think is required, Dennis? Oh, I that don't is... know. Wow, yeah, I no, know. So, so that's it. So that's, so that's it. Is he on so then... Facebook? He is. So let, oh, well, tell me his name after the show, because I'm a great Facebook stalker. I oh, love okay, like, yeah. finding people's names and then yeah, looking yeah. at their vacation photos. He's, you know, so there's that. Is there anything else that you want to talk to us about? Absolutely nothing. That's it? <laughs> Dennis, how long have we been going? I'll tell you right now. It's been about an hour, so we're going to do is... We're in our seventh hour. We're going to wrap... We're going to wrap this podcast up, but... And then we're going to do a We're going to do two. another one. We're going to do a part two. So podcast listeners, if you're listening to this off the iTunes, yeah. then we're going to say goodbye, and we want you, as always, to uh, check out our sponsors, Dr. Kiss. It's the world's greatest lip balm. And please check out the Celebration Theater. They've got a lot of great shows yeah. coming up, including Christmas Time is Queer four through december 18th jeffrey solomon's santa claus is coming out i know that guy coming up on december 12th love connie with our friend john campbell is here oh. um there's good theater here and i've seen so many dreadful theater on santa monica boulevard and yeah oh yeah celebration is like they do fun things they're here. great yeah. it's a time uh, well spent and leslie jordan is going to be here in january with fruit oh, fly and then the color purple the musical here Right on. The we color purple. So go to celebrationtheater.com. So thank yes, you to the Celebration for letting awesome. us have it. And let's hear it for Alec yeah, Mappa, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and also follow Alec on, on follow Twitter. On Twitter. Because I just joined the Twitter, as you know, and he was one of the first people that I followed. And he's always funny. And I'm so annoyed with you people on the Twitter that are just tweeting this mundane bullshit. Yeah, but Alec always has a reason that he sent you the twit. It's always got a joke, and, and so you got to check him out. So, yeah, let's hear it for Alec one more time. Good night. And, Alec, here's the Dr. Kiss lip balm. You're going to love oh, it. It's so good. And I have a present for you. Yeah. I have a present for you, Alec, because I'm obsessed with these. Just go ahead and, and, and open it. Oh, this, these are, I thought this you were going to give me all your old Depends. Yeah. No, I've got those in the car for you. Diary of a Mad Black Woman, The Play. The Play. You have to rent the Tyler Perry movies, The Play, available on DVD. How many hours is this one? It's literally like four hours long. Okay, because I was on a UPN show, all right? Oh, boy. Which we used to call the You People's Network. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And so I went with uh, my co-star, Rachel True, fabulous African-American Beautiful. actress who was in I love her. I've interviewed her before. So She's a cool chick. I got so stoned by the 
Cage. Uh-oh. With Miley? Yeah, uh, no, but we were like literally like Spicoli in like uh, <laughs> Fast Times at Ridgemont High when the, the door opened, all this smoke, and we crumbled oh out of it. And then all of a sudden, we were surrounded by all these church people who were going to see this play. Oh, yeah. That one of our co-stars was in. Oh. And I'd never gone to a church play before. They're seven hours long. Yes. <laughs> they stop. For the scene changes, like they just yeah. stop. The play just stops, and everybody just sits there and just kind and of. And the like, when the actors are doing their thing, it's just a conversation yeah. with the audience. People are yelling things out. on the DVDs. And then they have like old black sitcom stars from the seventies just do a cameo yeah. so that the church people come. Sure. There was like, um, who was the act? Marla Gibbs from the Jeffersons. Yes. Came out of the beginning and said, "I love Jesus," and then left. And then. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for this. Yay! I will watch this on Christmas Eve. Have a lovely, lovely time. All right, that's the end of this podcast. What do you always say at the end? We say, bye! Don't you say we love you for listening? Oh, we do. We love you guys for listening. And we love you for for being being here here. tonight also. Awesome. All right. Bye! Bye. Thank you so much.